breathe, O breath of God, now breathe, O breath of God, breathe, O breath of God, now breathe, breathe, O breath of God, now breathe, O breath of God, breathe, O breath of God, now breathe, as we go to tribals, come alive. to come alive, amen, to come alive, amen, truly when God speaks his word, amen, it has to come to life, it has to come to life, amen, and truly thank God for his word, and amen, we serve a God of life, God is able to raise up the dead, amen, and raise up things that are in darkness, things that are, again, they have no being, and nothing even of existence, and he's able to cause it to come to life, and truly we serve a mighty God tonight, and we're thankful for God who's able to do that. And I want to read to you uh, from what she was singing there. Ezekiel chapter 37 in the word of God. Ezekiel 37. We'll look at this evening. For me, Pastor, for some, Ezekiel is an Old Testament prophet. Old Testament prophet there. What do we call one of the major prophets? One of the major prophets. And so uh, it's a powerful book. It's a very powerful book. And this chapter here is even extremely powerful as well. I want to read verses 1 through 10 but I'll stop short for the main text here the Bible says the hand of the Lord was upon me and carried me out in the spirit and set me down in the midst of the valley which was full of bones and caused me to pass by them round about and behold there was a very many in an open valley and lo they were very dry and he said unto me son of man can these bones live and I said, O Lord, thou knowest. And again, he saith unto me, Prophesy upon these bones, and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Hear the word of the Lord. Amen. And so for a little bit today, we want to reread that verse. Again, he said unto me, verse 4, he said, Again, he said unto me, Prophesy upon these bones, and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear. The word of the Lord. I want to give it a title this evening and call it this evening God said it and it's so. God said it and it's so. You think about that. I was reminded of this old, this old commercial you may remember from the 80s or whatever the case may be, 70s, 80s. I remember as a little kid just watching him. There was this commercial where all this group of people would be around. Perhaps a scene from Manhattan, all the people hustling and bustling, and or even if it was a stadium or uh, wherever there's a large congregation of people, and and all of a sudden they would get real quiet and they would turn to the camera, and a voice would say, "When E. F. Hutton speaks, 
people listen. <laughs> he would say when E.F. Hutton speaks, people listen. And, and, and as a kid, it really stood out to me about that. And how that when E.F. Hutton spoke, the people were listening. I didn't really even know who E.F. Hutton was. Hey, man, didn't really care who E.F. Hutton was. And so you think about this, but apparently people listened to him. But you know, there's one greater than E.F. Hutton tonight. There's one greater than all of mankind. There's one greater than any great speech uh, uh, orator. Uh, 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 greater than any man, woman, boy, or girl, any politician, any uh, world leader today, even any preacher tonight, there's one greater than us all tonight, and that is Jesus Christ tonight. The Son of Almighty God, the living God that we serve tonight, God, no doubt that when he speaks, no doubt things happen. When God says it, the Bible says it is so. You can go back to the book of Genesis and how the, again, the Bible tells us that some of the first words from God was, let there be, and there was. Let there be, and there was. And so naturally the world, the lights came on. The waters were uh, separated, and the earth uh, again become, became uh, not from being void, but it became back to what it was. And all the things of creation, he said, let us make man, and he did and the animals and all the things that we share with you before. Go back and read Genesis chapter 1. And the Bible talks of 1 and 2. But when God said it, it was so. And you know, in, in, in the word of God throughout him, every time that God says something, it will come to pass. His word is true tonight. His word is powerful. His word is everything this evening. And actually, we encourage you to trust God's word. We encourage you to obey God's word. We encourage you to live by God's word. It's true. Amen. And everything in it, everything about it tonight, it will come to pass. When one calls upon God, the Bible says he will answer. One has to be saved tonight. He will save you. You ask for the baptism of the Holy Ghost. God will fill you with the Holy Ghost. That's what he said in his word. If you need forgiveness, God will forgive. That's the type of God that we serve. You need healing. God is faithful and just. No doubt it being his will, he will heal you and I tonight. Whatever the case may be, God said in his word, and if it's his divine purpose and will for your life, it will come to pass. Everything. I'm even reminded of, of the mother of, of, of Jesus himself, Mary. I remember that time when they, uh, they had a great feast and it was a wedding, one of the first miracles recorded in the Bible uh, when he turned water into wine. Uh, and they, uh, uh, they said, uh, go ask Jesus what to do. Uh, and when, when uh, they said, and whatever he says, just do it. Amen. Uh, whatever he says, he says, just, just do it. And trust me, I know it's my son. Uh, I know what God is talking about. Uh, she knew because of what the prophecy was told to him when God told her she would be impregnated by the Holy Ghost and bring forth the Holy One. Uh, amen. Naturally, she kind of... Uh, I thought it was far-fetched at the time, but it came to pass. Amen. It came to pass that the Son of Almighty God was born, no doubt, of that Virgin Mary, and no doubt came to save the world. And so if that came to pass, naturally many other things would come to pass as well. You go back and read throughout the Genesis, the Revelation, every time, every way, God's word is true. The Bible even says, let God be true, and every man a liar. Turn to today, if you cannot trust anything else, Trust the word of God because when God said him, it is so today. And so let's look at this tonight. 
Every time when Jesus said something, uh, it came to pass. When Jesus spoke to something, it happened. Uh, when our Heavenly Father spoke about it, it came to pass. And so this particular uh, uh, scripture here in Ezekiel, it was a time in which uh, uh, apparently there was a great battle and all of these bones were here in this valley. This great valley of dry bones. Uh, again, and so Ezekiel was taken to this place and God showed him. Uh, the Bible says back to verse 1, it says the Lord was handled the Lord was upon him uh, and carried me out into the spirit he says it set me down in the midst of the valley full of bones uh, you think about that again it's so uh, it's possible as well, I want to bring it out as well it's possible to live in the spirit we cover this in Bible Sunday night about walking in the spirit you can walk in the spirit you can live a victorious life uh, you can be in tune with God you can follow the Holy Spirit uh, and the Holy Spirit will lead you guide you and direct you in all truths uh, and so the Holy Ghost led this man Ezekiel to this valley he showed him great things God will show you great things as well um, as you serve him and live for him every day the Bible says in verse 2 he caused me to pass by them round about and behold there were very many in an open valley and lo they were very dry he began to describe the situation it was a whole lot it was a great amount of things that he saw there a great amount of bones and the bible says they were dry as well they had been there for a long time but again God was about to show Ezekiel something awesome God was about to show him that there was nothing impossible that he could not do a mighty work that he was about to portray to Ezekiel and perform the Bible says in verse 3 he said unto me son of man these bones can these bones live he was asking Ezekiel about his faith do you believe that these bones can live many times God will ask us the same thing. He will test our faith to find out what we believe, to find out if, if we'll stand on his word, to find out if we will take him at his word. And so naturally he asked the prophet Ezekiel, can these bones live? Can they live? I'm reminded about how even Jesus said to many that were healed in various places that were recorded. He says, according to your faith, be it unto you. And so naturally he was asking him, what do you believe tonight? Do we believe God's word tonight? Do we believe that things can come to life? Do we believe that the dry bones can come? He says here, the word of the Lord. Verse 5, the Bible says, and thus saith the Lord God, these bones, behold, I will cause breath to enter into you and ye shall live he told Ezekiel he says they can live I will breathe upon them I can breathe on them and give them life and I'm telling you tonight if you need life tonight if you need a touch from God God is able to do it in a moment of time you need healing tonight God is able to pour and reach down from heaven and touch you now he's able to breathe upon your life upon your situation a dead moment in your life a dead circumstance tonight there's nothing that God cannot revive tonight was this to a lady earlier uh, turn down that uh, bass just a little bit. The, uh, the top uh, left over there. Uh, and so was this, this lady earlier. She was talking about, well, turn down something. There you go. Hey, man, that's good. That's good. And so this lady, she was uh, talking about various things that's going on around the globe. And then she said, we need a revival. We need a revival. Talking about the conditions of our society. Conditions of all manners of things from uh, geopolitical all the way to, again, uh, spiritual and in the church world, everything. We need a revival. And naturally, when she said this, it was so true. It's still true today. Revival in the land. Revival in our city. Revival in hearts and souls of men and women. 
And so he asked him, he says, these dead, dead mount of soldiers here, these dead soldiers that are now laying here dried up, he says, can they live again? Can you imagine going over? Me and my wife had opportunity when we were in the military to go to uh, the, the, one of the Normandy uh, over in France, one of those cemeteries. We had a ceremony, the 50 year anniversary back in 1994, many moons ago. And uh, uh, we were there. We saw all these rows and rows and rows and rows and rows and rows and rows of graves of American soldiers and French soldiers. I believe some other uh, nationalities as well. But a lot of Americans are buried over there, and a lot of Frenchmen naturally died in that area. And I began to think about that. Can you imagine that those graves coming alive? Can you imagine all of those bodies right here in Cypress Hill, all those graves coming alive? And naturally, he took him to this place full of dead soldiers. And he asked me, he says, can they live? Can they live? And naturally, as his faith was being tested, he says, thou knowest, Lord, God, you can do anything. You know, you all know him. You're all powerful. You're almighty tonight. That's the God we serve tonight. And so he put it back on God and says, God, you can do anything. I'm not going to put nothing past you, God. And brothers and sisters, let's not put nothing past God tonight. There are some great, mighty things that God can do. Even in the midst of a valley of dry bones, in the midst of a valley of dryness and a deadness, God can move in the midst of it all. God can take, again, something that is nothing and speak to it and bring life into the situation. The Bible says, he says, speak to the bones. And the Bible says in verse 6, he said, I will lay sinew upon him and I will bring up flesh upon you and cover you with skin and put breath in you and you shall live and you shall know that I am the Lord. He began to tell the bones what he was about to do. He began to tell the bones, I'm going to put flesh back on you. I'm going to put the sinew back on you. And all the joints and all the things that come along with it that make up the human body. I'm going to bring it back. In church today, we serve a God that's able to bring things back. He's able to bring things new again. Bring back a revival again. Bring back again the, the yearning and the desire to serve. To bring back again a, a restoration. Bring back morality. Bring back men and women to fall in love with God again. To bring these things back. Our God is able to do it today. He said in his word and it can be so tonight the bible says and so when in verse 8 he says that when he beheld us the load the sinew and the flesh came upon them and the skin covered them above and there was no breath in them and so god's word began to come to pass god's word began to happen Again, it was beginning to trust God. Amen. God begins to move in a mighty way. Amen. And so the Bible says these things begin to rebuild and begin to come back to life. Some of the body parts came back. He says, and then there was one more piece that needed to take place. He said, he said unto me, prophesy unto the winds. So even that, he says, speak to the winds so these bones can have breath in them. Thus said the Lord, come from the four winds and breathe. Breathe upon the slain that they may live and so the winds he said speak to the winds and tell it to come just like what Jesus was able to do even the winds and the waves obey them and I'm telling you don't put nothing past God many in the Old New Testament even they were amazed because they saw the mighty works of God they were astonished at his word they were astonished at his actions they were astonished at his power and they said man what kind of manner of man is this what manner of man 
man is this truly he has to be of God yes because he is God church tonight and I'm telling the God that we serve is able to breathe in you again to breathe life into the city to breathe life into our church to breathe life into each one of us tonight let him breathe on you and I tonight open up and say God do a work in my life tonight the Bible says he breathed on them he breathed on them and the Bible says they prophesied and the winds came and the Bible says they stood there and so he prophesied in verse 10 and commanded and breathed on them into them he breathed into them it's just like the spirit of God breathing into Adam and even no doubt the Holy Spirit breathing into you the Holy Ghost breathing into your life we need the Holy Spirit to keep you alive. Hey Amen. We need the Holy Ghost to keep you spiritually alive. Because trying to serve God in the flesh, it just won't do. It just won't do. We need the Holy Ghost. We need the power of God. We need the breath of God in us. We need God to breathe in our lives. Amen. Move by your spirit, Lord. Holy Ghost, move in every individual. Holy Ghost, move in our midst tonight. And the Bible says he breathed on them and they began to live. And they stood up on their feet. And it was an exceeding great army. I'm telling you, there's power in God tonight. There's power when God touches you. There's power in his blood. There's power in his spirit. There's power in almighty God tonight to raise up a great army. I'm looking at a group of people tonight that is part of a great army tonight. A part of a great team, church tonight, that is able to go and do great things. This great army, no doubt, is going to go back and do great things for almighty God and, and the land of Israel. You know what? God is able to speak to things that are dead. Speak to things no doubt that again that perhaps again that have been broken he's able to fix it speak to things that are low he's able to raise them up speak to things that are crooked he's able to make them straight our God is able tonight I remember that time I began speaking of dry deadness the Bible talks about Lazarus the Bible talks about Lazarus and how his friend Lazarus had died Lazarus had died and he was away in another city the Bible says Actually, he, I believe he had got, even gotten word that he was sick at the time. And he gotten word they wanted him to come. They wanted him to come, but he delayed a little bit longer. Delayed a little bit longer, and uh, uh, naturally the man died during that delay. And and when we came back, he got word, and the Bible says he wept as well. He cared about Lazarus. You know, God cares about you as well tonight. God cares about you. He weeps, no doubt, for you and I tonight. He loves us so no doubt you think about it, how that God cares for each one of us. He cared about these bulls that was there in that valley. He cares about each one of us. He cares so much about even the very number of hairs on our head. That's how much he cares about you. Church tonight, don't ever feel like God does not care because he does. The Bible, no doubt, the, the women, his sisters, them that thought, they're saying, Lord, if you would have came when we asked you, he wouldn't have been dead. They thought that Jesus, no doubt, missed the boat. But I truly believe that Jesus was just trying to show them a greater miracle. And no doubt he could easily, they had already seen him heal those that were alive. But he wanted to show them something greater. He wanted to show them how he could raise from the dead. Church, that's a great feat. For God to raise from the dead. But he was beginning to show them, I'm going to do something greater that will blow your mind. They will blow you away. You had saw the blinded eyes. Okay, anybody can do that. Uh, perhaps they would probably say it. Amen. 
uh, 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 even the lame can walk. Okay, that was a nice little trick, Jesus. Whatever the case may be, or oh, somebody did a, 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 a touch the skin, and the man's fingers, a, a, a skin was healed, leprosy, and a man's fingers that were twisted up, straightened back up. All right, all right, that's a nice act. <laughs> but God said, you know, let me show up something greater. Hey, man, a dead situation. God can do something awesome in a dead situation tonight. Amen. Church today, as we begin to believe God for great things, going into a new spiritual church year, coming up this weekend, coming into a spiritual church year, and coming into closing out this year, perhaps things have not all worked out the way we thought they would or how we envisioned them to work out. But God can do it in a moment of time and absolutely cause, again, life to come back into, again, the, uh, the situation. And so with these dry bones and even with Lazarus, uh, they said, uh, Lord, if he had been here, Lazarus would not have died. He delayed. Why? To show them something greater. In church of the day, sometimes God delays to show us something greater. The bigger the battle, the greater the victory, brothers and sisters. Name. The bigger the challenge, the bigger, no doubt, we can uh, rejoice and praise God when we see it come to pass. And so this happened where he uh, said, oh, he went and spoke to the grave. He said, first of all, take me to where it is. Take me to where it is. Why I go there? It's, it's, it's over. <laughs> it's over. It's dead and gone. We might as well just go on to the repass. <laughs> His funeral's over. He said, take me to where you laid him. Take me to that place. Church, we got to go to that place. Amen. Listen to God. God see they so they obey God's word and they took him to the tomb. They took him to the tomb. And he said, Here, roll the stone away. Roll the stone away. And so they did what God said. That's key. We gotta do what God says. And when we do these steps here, when God says it, I know now it was gonna be so. Why are we gonna roll the stone away? By now he stinks. His body's decaying. The blood is dried up. The organs have shut down completely. His face is turned blue now. It's too late. Just roll the stone away. Just roll the stone away. And then the Bible says he spoke to him. He says, Lazarus, God spoke. Jesus the Christ, the Son of Almighty God, spoke. Amen. And says, come forth. The Bible says, and all of a sudden they heard, and they probably heard some ruffling and some moving around, and they begin to shuffle out into the sand. There probably is a sandy type of floor. Him shuffling out with these grave clothes on, and the Bible says, loose him and let him go. Church of the night, you're able to come forth if you will listen to God. My friend and I come to God. Come and listen to the voice of God. When God says today, you can be free, you can be free. When God says you can be released, you can be released tonight. God wants to break some yokes tonight. They can be broken tonight. You have trouble in your life. I'm telling you, come to Christ tonight. Come, come forth, my friend. Give it over to Jesus tonight. Listen to the voice of God who calls, who's willing to help, who's willing to heal, who's willing to raise you up and give you the power that you need to live for almighty God the Bible says he came for 
And the Bible says, let him go. Loose him and let him go. Take them grave clothes off uh, and live. Church of the day, uh, let's live. Let's come to life. Amen. Let's live for God. Let's live for the kingdom. Let's do something for the kingdom. Let's excel for the kingdom and live. He wasn't intended for him to stay in the grave. Our church is not intended to be in the grave. Now we as preachers are not intended to be in the grave. Each believer here tonight is not intended to be in the grave. You watching on this video tonight is not intended to be in the grave, but to live and live for the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Get up and live. Get up and breathe. Get up and serve. Get up and walk with Almighty God today. God says, come on. God says, I want to use you. God says, I want to bless you. God has great things in store for you and I. So that's he spoke to Lazarus' tomb. Come on up. Come on up. We're going to finish. Again, to get you folks home tonight. He says here, he spoke, and the bones came alive. He spoke, and Lazarus came to life. In church today, God is a God of life. God is a God that wants to give you abundant life. He said, the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. The enemy tried to steal and destroy the children of Israel there in the valley. All those different armies, soldiers there, they were dead. Tried to zap their life. He took their lives. The enemy took the life of these men. But God was going to give it back. And many times throughout your Christian race, throughout your life, or even if you're not saved tonight, the enemy will try to zap your life out of you, suck the life out of you. Things that go on and try to suck the life out of us. Church of the day, let the Holy Ghost pour out upon you. Let the Spirit of God breathe in you that I am. Jesus said here today, I come to give you life. Let me breathe on you. Let me breathe into your nostril tonight. Let me breathe into your soul tonight. I've come to give you life. Live for me. He said you should live and not die tonight. You should live, church, and not die tonight. We serve a living God. We have a lively hope that's not dead tonight. Our God is not dead, but he's alive tonight. Let me say that tonight. Our God is not dead, but he's alive tonight. And he says today in his word, you can live. This army came to life, and it was a great army. In church today, be a part of the greatness of Almighty God. Great things happen when God breathes, when God speaks. And we receive his word. That's the key. We must receive his word. Receive what he said, too. Those dry bones could have stayed there. But even the dead bones heard the voice of God. The dead bones heard the voice, and they obeyed. Brothers and sisters, today is we finish. Tonight, tonight, let the Lord speak. Let the Lord move. Let the Lord cause us to rise. To rise. Go on to do great things. The Bible says that when Jesus came to do many miracles, he said he couldn't do many miracles. Why? Because of their unbelief. Some were dead to the voice of God. Some were dead to him speaking and him doing the things. But as many as received him, as many became sons of God, as many as received him, as some have received that word, I'm going to receive what you said, Jesus. I'm, what you said, it is so. I'm going to believe it. I'm going to live it. I'm going to live, amen, and let you live in me. Let you breathe in me and work through me. Work through us, each one of us here tonight. God, and let's go on and do great things for the kingdom of God. The great army rose up. And they would no doubt perhaps go back and do get revenge upon it. It was a prophecy. No doubt a prophecy even that will come to pass eventually. And even in the end times when the armies of Israel will rise again. When the land of God and the children of Israel will rise and flourish one day. But even then... 
God is able to do it now in your life. Right now where you are, God is able. God said it. Amen. And it is so. Breathe. Tonight as we bow our heads in reverence to God. God, tonight we receive it tonight. God says be saved tonight. If you're not saved, give your life over to Jesus. He said his word. He came. He gave his only begotten son. And whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. God said it. Tonight, if you will believe in him, the son of almighty God, tonight he wants to give you everlasting life. His not will is not that you should perish tonight. His will tonight is not for you to go to hell. You say, preach, I'm too far away from God. No, God said he don't want you to go. He's made a way. He said in his word. He's made a way of escape. He's made a way of salvation for all men. My friend today, God said he loves you. He said he loves you tonight, regardless of who you are, where you may be, what you've done. He loves you. He cares for you. He has compassion for you, just like he did for his friend Lazarus, to where you can live again, to where you can begin to live through the boarding and experience, through the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. If you really believe that, believe in the Son of Almighty God, what he did on the cross, what he did was a, was a great act in itself, the greatest act for all mankind was to give his life for us. To shed his innocent blood on that old working cross. Church, he will own his mind. And that precious blood tonight that was shed is able to wash away all sins. All sins. Eating everything that you've ever done. Tonight, God is faithful and just to forgive. Tonight, he's a God of grace. He's a God of love and mercy. Tonight, a God that cares for all mankind. He said his word and he meant it church tonight and accept him tonight in your life. My friend and I give him and say God forgive me of all my sins. God wash me, cleanse. I receive you as Lord and Savior. I accept you tonight as my Lord and my Savior. Tonight he's able to do that. Tonight believe it, believe it, believe it. Say from this day forward I'm going to become a Christian. I'm going to live for Christ. Church believe that, walk in that. And tonight God you may even ask God for power. The power of God to live in you. Ask him for the power of the Holy Ghost. He said this word was for you. And for you, and for you, and for your children, and for your children's children. The power of God to go on and live for God. Live victoriously for him. He said you can live a victorious life, and you can. Through the power of the Holy Ghost. Tonight, whatever the case may be, if you need healing, I'm telling you, God said in his word, no doubt by his stripes tonight we are healed. Church, come to Christ. Believe in him. In almighty God. Let him uh, let his word come to pass in your life. And she began to sing as unto the Lord. Let's find a place to pray. Let's ask the Lord to breathe on us tonight. Breathe in each one of us. And our church revive. To revive hearts and souls of the city. Revive, no doubt, get things that have died. Things that have gone by the wayside. God, revive it again. Cause the bones to come together. Cause things to come back together. To where... Your greatness can move in our midst. Your greatness can move in the people. Your greatness can be manifested through all the congregation. In my mind Let's find a place to pray. Ah uh -huh. 
says your love when I am when I can't feel a thing is what he said that's all when I can't feel a thing he still loves us where are you God he's there he said it he said I'll never leave you nor forsake you but I'm he says when I'm weak he says you're strong that's what he said in his word he says not to say I don't belong he says I am yours amen God said in his word amen his word is powerful it's true is right and everything in it will come to pass amen god bless you i pray we look forward to seeing you this sunday morning 11 a.m this sunday morning 11 a.m looking forward to what god's gonna do here for the anniversary service come on out and be with us come on out and be with us here in the house of the lord we're gonna take up an offer at the end if you can put up on the screen for me for those watching first time and you may not know your tithing offering again to help support the work here support the work Again, uh, uh, through, through your giving, through your giving, it's important, again, for your blessing as well. Scripture tells us, again, how to, to bring offerings unto the Lord. And no doubt it's a way of saying thank you. And tithing belongs to the Lord anyway because that, that's a commandment of the Lord. He said, I will prove me. Watch what I do. And I'll pour out from the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing upon your life. Church, I'm telling you, God's word works. You're struggling financially, I'm telling you, I challenge you to give. But watch God bless. Again, all these different things you give as a cheerful giver. Again, and watch God move in a mighty way. We encourage you to continue to uh, uh, support the work here. You can do it through our website at www.mynytcc.org forward slash Brooklyn NY. And also text to give. Text to give at 347-229-9933. And then we also have Zelle through our church email at NTCC. BrooklynNY at gmail.com. You can give various ways. Perhaps we have some more coming up. Uh, I guess they got all this Venmo and Cash App and all these other different uh, features out there. So, uh, again, we say thank you for your giving. May the Lord truly bless you. Our prayer. Amen. And as you give to the Lord, watch Him richly bless you in a mighty way. Amen. We'll see you Sunday morning at 11 a.m. God bless you. All right.